Thanks for tuning in as we continue our updates on bushfires, not only in New South Wales, but we'll also bring you updates from Victoria. There are also fires in Tasmania, South Australia, Queensland and, of course, the ACT. The Rural Fire Service has issued a leave now notice for tourists in down on the south coast, right from now to the Victorian border. Kosciuszko National Park had to be evacuated by 10 this morning. And, of course, the state of emergency is now in force. It's a week-long state of emergency, and it's the third time we've had one since November. On the line is the New South Wales Rural Fire Service Deputy Commissioner, Rob Rogers, to give an update on the situation in our state right now. Deputy Commissioner, thank you so much for your time. What's the situation now with these evacuations on the south coast? Yeah, good afternoon. Uh, obviously, our focus has been uh, getting the tourists out of the area, and now um, what we're doing now is talking to the community about uh, what they ought to be doing. We've posted a series of maps out um, basically saying the areas of where we're concerned these fires are going to impact and um, what then communities should be doing that are in those areas that potentially could be impacted by fire tomorrow. And, and the message will be is if if you're in one of those areas that are going to be impacted, plan to be somewhere else for the day tomorrow. Um, we just don't want, given the the amount of fire that's down there, we just need people to be out of the way of these fires. And, uh, and at the end of the day, go to a major town, go to an area that's already been burnt, just be out of the way of these major fires. You've just issued the maps of where you think these fires will go and it's quite horrifying to look at what could happen down in in the Snowy Mountains region. I know people have been door knocking this morning, but it's the same thing there. Tourists out and now information for locals. How bad could it get? Well, we've got an area, if you look at somewhere like Albury, we had a fire that left Albury. It went into Victoria and I think it's burnt about 50 kilometres into Victoria uh, and on Saturday, that's all going to come back into New South Wales. Uh, we've then got that fire that burns from near Tumut, um, way down encompassing areas like Batlow. We've got new fires in the area at Aminibi, uh that are going to move tomorrow. They're lightning strike fires. So all of these fires are going to move. Um, we've obviously got concerns for that um, area around the southern part of the Green Waddle fire also, around Mittagong. Um, so, look, there's a huge amount of fire in the landscape and our focus tomorrow is simply about making sure we preserve lives. Um, you know, we get that we're going to lose homes tomorrow, but we don't want to lose lives. And that's the important message that people need to take out of today. Multiple times now you've rerun the modelling of these fires and you guys have said that you believe tomorrow will be a worst case scenario. What does that mean? Well, what, what traditionally we do, we look at, there's, there's models that look at a best case and a worst case, and then we look at what we think is, is likely to be, the, the, uh, what likely to happen, um, because there's a variety of models, there's manuals and all the rest of it, and the fires on New Year's Eve really match the worst case. And so our predictions are very much now based on worst case scenario because we're concerned that these fires could move again very quickly and very early. And the difference is that the subtly changed impacted the southern part of the state uh, around lunchtime on New Year's Eve. And the concern is that that won't uh, impact until quite late in the day tomorrow. So the difference is we could have those winds for longer. So uh, that's why we're putting out these maps saying how much area that we're very concerned about. And we're saying to people, if you're in the red zone, don't be there. If you're in that hatched area, we really strongly advise you should get out as well. 
um, and make sure you're not in an area that's that's in the path of these fires. And the other part that's relevant is that that's based on where the fires are at. These fires can also spot well ahead of themselves. So they could even exceed the predicted movement. We can't give every possible, um, you know, because it depends very much on how many embers get thrown, how far they get thrown. So it's very difficult to predict that. But what we've given is what we believe is the worst case for the main fire travel. When we spoke to you yesterday, Deputy Commissioner, you mentioned that the fires on the outskirts of Sydney uh, in the southwest and the Blue Mountains had broken their containment lines 24 hours prior. Have you been able to get them back under control within containment lines? Certainly the one that's uh, to the west of Penrith and the one in the Blue Mountains, they are back under control, um, but we are nervous about those areas because you know, we've got a bad day a day after getting these fires contained. It'll still be hot. There's the potential for embers to blow across. So we are pretty concerned about that. The other part of the, that Green Waddle fire is the southern part that that is not contained and that's uh, above areas like Mittagong uh, and then communities further out to the west from Mittagong. So we're quite concerned about the risks to those communities tomorrow and we'll be doing some more localised messaging to those uh, this afternoon. Are you satisfied that people are taking this seriously enough, as in are people evacuating where you've asked them to? I certainly believe um, the tourists, I think it was pretty evident that tourists certainly got out of there. And, um, and, I, and look, and I think um, from from information I've seen and I've seen people's reaction on TV as far as what they're doing and anecdotally from our crews, people are taking it very seriously, particularly after what happened on uh, New Year's Eve. People are taking it very seriously and I think they understand that um, you know, we're saying normally we we say you know either leave the area the day before or on the early morning, but when we're losing homes at 3:30 in the morning, um, the early morning isn't good enough at the moment. It's not going to be the day before. Are you expecting to declare catastrophic conditions tomorrow? Look, that's not indicated at the moment. We will get final uh, weather from the Bureau in about another uh, two hours. So we'll have a look at that and make sure the predictions haven't worsened. But at this stage, um, extreme uh, fire danger is predicted for those areas. But given how much fire we have in those areas, I'm very concerned about the potential for what those fires could do under those conditions. So we're pretty worried about it. And police have just released details about a 19-year-old man being arrested on suspicion of looting a vacant home in Batlow, which is one of the regions you're worried about. How do you feel when you hear this news? Uh, look, I, I think I feel like any community would. I mean, uh, the people that at the time of someone's you know greatest concern and they're worried about their safety, and someone takes advantage of that to um, you know to go in and try and rob someone. If that if that's actually true that that's happened, then uh, I mean I think I put that sort of person in the same bucket as arsonists. Yeah. Uh, um. Just before we let you go, I asked you if probably a couple of months ago now, how morale was within your crews. It's been a long, long season so far. How is it now? Because it was, it was tough then and you guys were tired then and it's been a couple of months since I asked you last time, particularly given the funeral that we had yesterday and the other couple of funerals to come. How are you guys doing? I think, look, crews are tired. It's been a very long fire season, but I think um, there's a level of determination to see this through. 
Um, we have to see this through for the communities that are in the area. Um, you know, they rely on fire services and they rely on our emergency services colleagues, the police and the health workers, everybody that's there to support communities in these tough times. And, and that's what we need to do and that's what we will do. And, uh, and obviously, once we're through this, then uh, people will worry about resting then. But we've just got to get through this. Rob, we're lucky to have you and Shane. Thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Thanks very much. Good that's- afternoon. Rob Rogers there, Deputy New South Wales Rural Fire Service Commissioner, giving us an update. And that fire spread prediction for tomorrow is quite horrific. You can see it on the Rural Fire Service Twitter feed and it looks like it will take in Mount Kosciuszko and and quite a fair bit of that snowy mountain region. Very scary. The sheer scale of this is just huge. I mean, at the moment it is the biggest evacuation we've ever seen in this country. It's huge. It really is. 131873 up next. We'll talk to Mark Prendergast, our Transport Coordinator General, to find out which roads are open and see how we're going.